Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Hey, yo. Once again, back in our multiverse. Thank you for tuning in. Unfortunately, this week we got to kind of start out on a bit, bit of a down note. There was just some sad news throughout the week. The big one uh, being the passing of the great Scott Hall, formerly known as Razor Ramon, of course, and WWF. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, we did our favorite wrestlers of all time, and on mine was Scott Hall. And because he was just always one of the coolest people I'd ever, I just have ever seen. <laughs> like, just the way he, you know, walked out. Like I said, the first vignettes I saw of him as Razor, you know, you're kind of like, even though I knew he was, you know, challenging, channeling, channeling, I can say the word, <laughs> Scarface, I was a little like, you know, that kind of was like, eh, I don't know if I like that. But all you had to do is watch a couple and you're like, nah, he's, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> then he has the finisher. He just has everything, just all this stuff. So many iconic moments that he was a part of. And just, he has a legacy. Yes, he has that history we talked about. You know, was he a good person? Like, well, I mean, I don't know where he was exactly at the end. I know he had got over a lot of his demons, but then mm-hmm. I know he also had some setbacks. But hopefully, you know, he was just all good and in, at peace with everybody and and with everything as best as he could. Because that's all you want from anyone when they pass. We all make mistakes. We're all gonna, you know, stumble. Yep. As long as you can grow. And, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely a tragedy. It was, but it was awesome to see just the outpour mm-hmm. from so many people in the industry out of the industry just fans and you know I didn't I don't remember seeing anything negative you know and I go yeah. into comments a lot just to see what people say because sometimes people can just be funny yeah but when it's something like that you're like oh, I don't want to see anything negative in this and I I don't recall seeing anything it doesn't mean there wasn't I'm sure there were but. Mm-hmm. yeah but probably had to dig deep for that though luckily a yeah. lot of a lot of good things to say about Scott Hall just a crazy uh legacy he left behind like one of the more just important figures of the industry and you know kind of where it's at today from you know just him being like the pioneer of like the cool bad guy to you know as a a cool heel to obviously the formation of maybe arguably the greatest faction of all time the nwo the greatest faction in a lot of people's minds and yeah just so many so many great things and you know not even you know he wasn't world champion like he he did all that without even being world champion. He was just he was just that good. He was that guy. And you know, you just you just can't help but respect it. Can't help but respect this history. And with him not being champion, you know, like it it's crazy because like when he left WWE, that was part of the reason 
was because, you know, he wanted to be, maybe it wasn't because he wasn't champion, but he wanted to be a part of the main event scene, and he wasn't really getting that look. Vince didn't see him that way, and so he left. But then it was also the money that WCW threw at him. Both of those things, and he gets over there, and he's probably just more over than anyone. Mm-hmm. And he would grab that mic and say, hey, yo, I mean, huge pop. Every time. Chalk another one up for the good guys. You know, I mean, everything he did, he, and he was great in the ring. And, and mm-hmm. I think he would have been champion if, you know, if the, if his personal demons didn't get the best of him. I, I do think that part of him was fine where he was in a sense. Like, he was making money. He was in the main event picture. He was, you know, he was a... You could call him the founding member of the NWO in a way. He's the first one to come over, and it just wasn't the NWO, but, you know. Yeah. Like you said, he's the one that kind of started it all, so... I, I know he said in the past that he was fine with that, but I think if the demons didn't get to him, then he would have definitely got a championship run and would have... Yeah deserve it but that's exactly the reason why sometimes i get mad when people don't get their chance because you just don't know what's gonna happen like if if they get the reaction they're great they're just they're great you know there's nothing they check every box yep then you know and you can find a way to do it and it makes sense then you give them the title shot or you give them the title you know and he definitely had opportunities where they sh- there there were opportunities where they should have gave it to him but you know it's okay like you said it doesn't matter he is a absolute legend anyone who's a wrestling fan knows who Scott Hall is yeah and i think even a lot of people that aren't know who he is i mean and even if they don't all you got to do is say nwo mm-hmm. and then if they still are kind of like yeah but which one hey yo and then they're gonna know exactly who you're talking about so yeah i mean he just he was incredible and it was always great to see him come back you know like his hall of fame speech yep was amazing and he looked great and then the second time you know he still you know he looked older <laughs> you know but he still looked good he still looked like he was for the most part you know in in good health and then, you know, it was a, a hip surgery. He goes in to have hip surgery, and there's a blood clot, and he has three heart attacks, and he can't come out of it. And it's like, wow, that's that's crazy. You're yeah. Going, you're going in to get something fixed, and unfortunately, these things can happen. It's very unfortunate. But prayers to his family and all of his friends and just anyone who was hit hard by that, because it definitely hit me hard. I... Even before he officially passed. So I actually did think... I, I did... I was under the impression that he had passed. So Because yeah, that's out, all you saw So I sent media. out a tweet and then somebody tweeted back like, Last I checked, there was no three count. So I was like, oh, well good. You know, keep fighting. But I still, when I, when I got home, I just started immediately watching anything Scott Hall I could find on YouTube. I'm just watching all these different things because... Some of the moves that he did are like some of my favorite things. Like, okay, so you know this. We, when we make our characters on like 2K, 
Mm-hmm. I always do a fallaway slam. Yep. Because of Scott Hall. And I always have the razor's edge or, you know, some variation of it somewhere in there. That and, and you know, the kill switch because those are my moves. I just yeah. love those so much. But the razor's edge is still to me probably it's probably the greatest finisher that i've ever seen <laughs> like i love it so much <laughs> like the way he used to do it like yeah and but then other things just the way he punched and he would do the spin mm-hmm. i loved when he'd slap people in the back of the head when they were down <laughs> yeah i love that so much so disrespectful obviously the toothpick you know but they're just You're right so much you know the that, walk yep the just coming out to the ring like I said, when I go around corners, I do that all the time. Yeah. Like, just still like, to this day. Just, just the little things, man. He just, he just had it. Yep, he was amazing. Go watch some more Scott Hall. I'm sure, I'm sure anyone who listens to this and likes wrestling has already done it. But just go do, just go watch some more. Do Scott more. Hall. That's our takeaway from this segment. Watch more Scott Hall. Um, and then unfortunately there was. More uh, unfortunate news. If you were listening last week, we caught pretty much uh, right away when something happened to Big E. Uh, we didn't know what it was yet because it had just happened and he had been stretched out. And, you know, we had to, you know, cut off the episode. But, you know, we were kind of worried. And unfortunately, later on, he gave the update that he broke his neck due to a botched uh, suplex from Ridge Holland on the floor dropped him right on top of his head and i mean he's moving fine he's still he's walking taking walks yeah he's posting stuff on social media mm-hmm. i just saw he was brushing his teeth a little <laughs> bit ago you know and singing like a fool because he's biggie and he's awesome and but you know you're just like oh you you really hoping it's not i mean it's it's obviously career threatening it's mm-hmm. a neck injury but you're just hoping like yeah. You're hoping for the best. Luckily, he said he didn't have to have surgery on it. Yeah, hopefully he heals fast, and however much time he needs, he, you know, I, obviously they're going to give it to him. Yeah. But, you know, we'll just wait and see how long that is, and hopefully we see a return and not a, you know, announcement that he's done. Or, like, a return that he comes back and has to announce that he can't compete anymore. You know, that would be... Yeah, that would be the, he's back to make an announcement type thing, and then you're mm-hmm. like, ugh. Like, and oh, he's man. like, I'm back to win the title. And you're like, <laughs> but we were talking about this earlier about how if they're, you know, Biggie is so, I mean, he's got to be one of the most likable people anywhere in the world. Yeah. Like, you can't help. I mean, but like Biggie, and even if you like you didn't at first or, or even like, cause like for me, it took a little bit after they became the new day and, and everything and he, but even really took when he went so like you already knew he was funny and stuff but when he went out on his own you got even more of it and I wasn't going out of my way to watch any of the stuff they did on you know YouTube or anything like that just cause I don't do that that often so uh, so I know a lot of people already knew this so it took me a little bit longer but I didn't it's not like I disliked him but then you're just like oh now I see why everybody like loves him and, and or when they did that WWE um, Chronicle, yeah, yeah, and I watched that, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I mean, he's an amazing guy. So we're just talking about how, 
yeah, he definitely will be a guy who, if his wrestling career is over, oh, he's going to get into, you know, acting, some sort of, something else in entertainment. Some sort of project. And he's going to kill it. Yeah. You know, he's going to be amazing at it. So, you know, we don't have to... The only thing I think that we got to be sad about is that, yeah, I mean, maybe we don't get to see him wrestle again. But Big E isn't going anywhere. It, you, know, <laughs> you in, know, in the in the media and, you know, just out there. There'll be ways to enjoy more Big E content and yeah. be entertained by his just personality. And just his spirit and how, you know, how he's in such great spirits. I mean, his neck is broken and he's posting from the hospital and he's just being inspiring and then he the next day wasn't it the next day when he was walking around and he was pretty much the video yeah and it, you're just like he's like posting on a story he's like posing in like these different clothes from yeah. like at that like advertiser sent him and stuff or sponsorships yeah. and just doing all this stuff he's like oh i got time to do all this now so i'm gonna do this and this and this and you're just like you're thinking anybody else is just you know, oh, I gotta, I gotta totally relax and rest, and I gotta, you know, kind of mope and contemplate all this stuff. And he's like, I'm good, I'm in good spirits, and I'm gonna let everybody know I'm in good spirits. And he's still trying to uplift people. Uplift. Uplift. Yep. Uplift. I can't talk today. <laughs> we we kind of got right into it, so I mean, I don't really. We kind of did a, a bit of a warm up, but we didn't really do. We didn't talk. Too we were much. talking earlier, and then I was then I left again for another <laughs> for three hours for a little and so while. So then I was like, okay, we gotta hurry up and get this recorded. So yeah, I'm gonna mess up a lot. Oh man. But yeah, I mean, prayers up for Biggie also, and you know, like I said, I mean, he, he seems fine in in sense of you know his state of mind and everything like that and he can move and all that stuff so like you said no surgery so you know no matter what happens if it you know can't wrestle anymore it doesn't matter he's gonna be uplifting no matter what Mm -hmm. uplifting there you go you got you got it yes just give me a minute i'll figure but yeah so hopefully you know rehab and recovery and stuff goes well there yes and since we're started with those wrestling stories let's just talk wrestling for a little bit longer yeah we'll just we'll just stick with it get this out of the way and let's let's get more a little bit more positive you know uh and get out of this uh, kind of bad new situation uh we have a new aew women's champion thunder rosa dethroned Britt baker on dynamite this past wednesday and finally got the moment that she should have had at revolution yes and <laughs> i mean congratulations and like me and you said, like right after, well, not right after, because the next day when I saw you, yeah, I was like, that's because they realized there was, I don't want to say there was outrage, because there wasn't outrage, but there was definitely there's, a lot there's of some people, backlash. Yeah, there was some backlash that, because you know, there a lot of people, a lot of people Rosa, don't like Britt Baker. Yeah, but I don't even think that's, I mean, I that's part of it, but I think most people. Because not everybody who were mad about that finish are Britt Baker haters. We don't hate Britt Baker. We think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. But we were like, Thunder Rosa should have won at the pay-per-view. Yeah. And so this, to us, seemed like they realized that, yeah, we probably should have done it then. 
and so we're going to do it now. Now, they might not say that, but they might also, because usually Tony Khan will say, yeah, you know, I might have messed up here. But sometimes you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it all the time because you're still trying to make it all, you know, kayfabe and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's so, like, oh, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you never know. But to me, it seemed like a total, yeah, we need to put the belt on Thunder Rosa because that's what the people wanted and it was time. Yep. No offense to Britt Baker. She's awesome. She had a great run. Yeah. I don't understand absolutely. why anybody thinks she didn't have a great run. That's ridiculous. She had a great run. There, there hasn't there hasn't been a bigger star in the women's division in AEW. She's you know, exactly and so for that even, even alone, if you have your feelings argue. about Bert Baker, like come on, her presence and star power, you know, out of all the past champions and just the entire women's division is just it's unmatched. Exactly. I mean, okay, so it's like me. I don't like certain people, but if they're getting the pop. And they're getting all the reaction, then they're gonna get the push, okay? And and I can sit there and be like, well, I like that guy, but it doesn't make any difference, you know? Yep. <laughs> Who cares if you don't like them? Because all these other people do, and so they're going to get a push. And if they get the belt, they're probably gonna have it for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't get that. But yeah, great moment. Pretty pretty good match, I thought, as well. So, you know, just to just to make it a little extra sweeter. Good match, too. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, you know. That'd kind of be a downer if it wasn't, but... This match stinks. <laughs> and then, uh, just a little bit ago, actually, news broke that Cody Rhodes is officially signing with WWE. Oh, did that? I... That's why Stardust was trending. I looked and I'm like, why is Stardust trending? So I clicked on it and it was people, all these people saying, Cody in five months when Vince pulls out the Stardust yeah. outfit. It's <laughs> like, hey, remember, we want you to put this back on. So I'm like, oh, and I just was like, why is that just randomly being talked about? Now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like he's officially making his way back. To the company after all the you know all the rumors were running rampant for a while people were confident at first and then you weren't so confident after like the whole ring of honor stuff and then it got quiet again and i was like okay it's happening after because a lot of people expected him to be on raw you know this week but you know because it was in jacksonville so they're like oh you know they're yeah. gonna mm-hmm. you know do a thing here um but they didn't you know Maybe it had to do with, you know, the whole Scott Hall thing and them kind of, I don't know, maybe they just kind of didn't want to take away from that or something. I'm... Uh, I mean... I think maybe. it's possible, I don't. but I'm not sure. I think so. I th- with them, you know, with WWE, they usually, you know... what It's whatever Vince is feeling, you know what I mean? So, do I think that he suddenly was like... No, I want the biggest story about it to be Scott Hall. Because the Scott Hall tribute was great. But is that the best thing about what happened on Raw? I'm, I'm not sure. I wasn't paying too much attention to anything else. It might have been, to be quite honest. Well, no, wasn't that where Becky got back at Bianca and messed up her throat? And then she put out the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Throat and, you know, so there was some stuff that happened. 
I, yeah, I mean, I just... That's I don't true. Think you gotta, I don't think you should worry about anything like that. I, I really don't think that had anything to do with it. I just think they have their way they're going about it, regardless. Okay, so think... It's kind of like the Veer situation, right? <laughs> yes. The Veer situation, everybody <laughs> at first is like, is he ever coming? And it's kind of funny. And then, then WWE catches on to where people think are like oh this is funny so now they're dragging it out way too long well so i think this seth and cody thing is similar because people are like what's seth gonna do you know and so now they're kind of debating like maybe we should just wait like people were joking about the cena thing with the undertaker he's Mm -hmm. just gonna be sitting around and then finally he's gonna get a match but i think that's the wrong way to go about it but as every week passes you're like is that what they're gonna do like just introduce him already like but we'll see what ha- we'll you're gonna know pretty fast if they had a plan or not <laughs> yeah we're gonna find out right it's crazy to think about we're only a we're only a like a couple weeks away too from many weekend I, I didn't even realize it i saw it the other day i'm like we're only like two weeks away from mania weekend like i did did not realize that so time is flying on our way to Wrestlemania um let's see was there anything else I mean just something I thought was cool you know we got more stuff on the you know uh Jay White G.O.D. stuff uh and Tonga was back in Japan and pretty much the rest of the Bullet Club out there turned on him officially you know aligning with Jay White and all this storyline stuff so and so, and he was the one who was like the only original member, correct? Am I right? Him and uh, Bad Luck Fale. Oh. Okay. And that was a crazy because Fale turned on him too. Oh, okay. Which I thought was pretty crazy. I'm like, oh dang! So one of the, they were the only two, of the OG members, and turned on the other one. I was like, oh snap! That's crazy. Interesting. Um, outside of that. Just double checking. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much to add. I think that pretty much covers what I took away from pro wrestling this week. You know. Did you have a match of the week? Oh, match of the week would probably. And it's because there was. It's tough because Dynamite had some. The cage match was good, but also they had the six man tag with, you know, Undisputed Era and Hangman and Jurassic Express, which was really good too. So I, I think I'm going to give it. I think I'm going to give the tag match the slight edge over the cage match. It was a really good, uh, you know, six man tag. So. Oh, that, that was one thing I forgot. AEW has started teasing potentially bringing in Bret Hart to the company. Oh, yes. After uh, last week, FTR fired Tolly Blanchard, and that was kind of like their way of turning them into a babyface tag team. And then this week, they were confronted by the Bucks, you know, who are heels now, you know, planted the seeds for a rematch between the teams. And a lot of, you know, just references and hints at Bret Hart, you know, who could potentially come in and fill that manager slot for FTR who are of course are pretty pretty big Bret Hart fans I'd say <laughs> yeah 
that. I mean, I think it would be awesome. But I also wonder, like... He's been there before, too. Right. And, I mean, I think the last image that, in terms of, you know, getting a little physical we have of Brett is the WrestleMania match against Vince. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that he's going to or needs to, but you would figure at some point he's going to do something. And I just wonder, you know, how he is physically in case that happens, mm-hmm. you know, or if they If ever... he's ever, like, prepared for it. Yeah, I mean, kind of and, and he might say, oh, I don't want to do it, and so that might not even ever be on the table, which is totally fine. But I just, I, I mean, I'm curious. I'm wondering, you know, any, you know, anything that he might have gone through, procedures, or just certain, you know, did he do start DDP yoga? You know, like, yeah. seriously, I was mm-hmm. wondering, you know, because it'd be great to see him just grab somebody and put him in the sharpshooter. Yeah, you know. And it look pretty darn good. You yeah. Know? And you're just like, oh, dang. You know. you know, help get work like an angle, you know, for FTR during the storyline. He just locks it on somebody. Exactly. So anyway. That'd be really cool. Yeah, hopefully. I would love to see him in AEW with FTR. That'd be a great, you know, little little trio right there. Definitely. So. And yeah, now that just about covers it. <laughs> so uh, RIP Scott Hall. Absolutely. To the bad guy. And, of course, you know, speedy recovery to Big E yep. for that injury. And, yeah, with that, with that it's time to, time to talk some football and time to talk a lot of football. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, first of all, let's, let's go with the Seahawks real quick. And it won't be real quick, probably not, but I'll try to make it quick. So, you know. I'm trying to load up the stuff they did. Yeah, we've been a little bit over, it's been over a week since they'll, you know, the announcement of the Wilson trade and the BWAG release, but of course things, you know, with at least with Wilson, wasn't official until, you know, the league year started a couple days ago. So, but you know, obviously we already knew. So, you know, you come to grips with it, you know, like, I, again, I'm still not happy about the BWAGs thing. I still don't really necessarily get it, but... I don't think I ever will, but... Yeah, no, I never you know, will either, but it it's is just, what it is. You're, yeah. you're just, you're here now and you What like, are we going to do about they it? They already did it, and so now you're just hoping that whatever decisions they make from here on out are going to be good decisions. Like, like we talked about, do we trust them? Like, I, I'm not there yet. It's going to take me some time. You know, you go back, I was looking over, you know, the last, the, I pretty much looked over every draft since the 2012 draft. So from 13 on. Yeah, they've we talked only, about this. They've only drafted two stars since then. Now, no, I'm well that are on the team. Yeah. Lockett and DK. Now you can say, well, Jordan Brooks might be a star. It's not done yet. You know, we 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 can't say that officially yet. He's had one good year. So we have to wait. Now he could be, you know, and then, you know, Penny came on for four games at the end of his rookie contract and yeah he looked amazing but we have no idea <laughs> we, we really have no idea and anybody else like for for as good as Carson is and how much we love Carson he always gets hurt so you know he's you can't be a star if you always hurt you know I mean you could say unfortunately you could say well Damian Lewis is really good but is he a star he hasn't become a star yet you also gotta mess him up by moving him all over the place in exactly. early seasons you know who, who are our defensive stars that we drafted you know I guess I say Jordan Brooks I'm to be you know determined so 
that's since 13. That's what? Not 13. That's nine drafts. Yep. Nine drafts. And last year you had three, but pretty much every other year you had eight or more. And you only got two stars out of that. And not only that, they play the same position. Yeah. So, and then, you know, all the trading that they've done to bring in, you know, players that they pay a lot of money to who, again, like, look, Dwayne Brown's fine. But Dwayne Brown, to me, has never been as as good as what they pay him. Especially lately. Yeah, oh, and this past year, yeah, especially. You know, he wants the new contract, and he, like, holds out, and they give it to him, and then he was hot garbage. Like, you want to talk about a player, people... I can't believe the people who try to say B-Wags wasn't that good this year, and then they defend Dwayne Brown. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Again, Yeah. Wagner was light years better at his position this year than Dwayne Brown was. And again, we, I, we, I talked about Pro Football Focus. I don't care what Pro Football Focus said. I watched both players play. And all I know is when people get around B-Wags, he brings them down. Yeah. You know, he still rarely misses a tackle and gets in position. And, and yeah. Anyways, I, it's this game. <laughs> yes. Just use, use him better. I hope somebody uses him better. Now, granted, who knows? We could be, I could be wrong. He could go to a new team and not do anything. I just don't see that happening. But anyways, back to what I about. So, now they've been making their moves, right? Yes. So they overpay for Will Disley to keep Will Disley. <laughs> I don't understand it. My only yeah. thought that it could be is that no matter who's the quarterback is, whether they're keeping Locke and they want Drew Locke to be the guy and they're confident in him, which at the press conference they made it seem like they were, but that doesn't really mean anything because they could easily draft... Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis and that could be the guy either way no matter who it is and, and even if they brought in somebody from the outside or not, like your boy from the outside oh my boy Jameis no no Matt <laughs> Matty Ice oh my gosh yeah, I've, I've got, been seeing that more and more well, lately we gotta get to that for a second <laughs> in, in a minute well I mean with the Watson thing not happening yeah there, there probably there's so, a good chance it won't happen now but anyways we're getting ahead of ourselves but uh so my thought is, is they want to have this a good line, but they want to run a lot of two tight end, like way more than they have for a few reasons. The run game, because they saying they want to really get back to the run game. But then if it's Drew Locke or if it's a rookie, you want them to be as protected as possible. And I know people are going to say, why didn't they do that with Russ? You, you could have gave Russ a better line. You know, you're absolutely right. We've talked about Creed Humphrey. How many times we got to talk about yeah. all these things? You're not wrong. But they looked at it like, we can do these other things because Russ is that good. Now they know they don't have Russ. And so now they're like, well, we really need to make sure this line is better. And if that means we need to put two tight ends there all the time and always make sure that there's at least one blocking the whole time, Disley, then fine, that's what we'll do and we'll pay to keep him. But I still don't understand why they did. We, we did not need to give Will Disley eight mil per year. For three years to come back. And I, mean, I love Will Disley and everything, yeah. but dang. I love Will Disley. But, again, like when I... It's like he's not even... He's probably not even the tight end one. No, he's... No, no offense to tight end one. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's definitely the tight end one. 
on the bright side, but, we don't got to worry about Joe ever coming back. he's going to be used in different ways. He's going to be used more like Everett. Well, well I was going to say Whistling. Whistling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just one of them days. Just don't even worry about it. Dill Whistly? Yes, Dill Whistly. Oh, what if his name was Dill Whistly? That'd be... I love him even more. <laughs> dilly Dilly, Dill Whistly. Best tight end in the league, Dill Whistly. <laughs> of the Seahawks. You already know. So, but, you know, he's going to be there to block a lot. But I would also assume making that much money, you know, they're going to throw him the ball. Like, I would anticipate him being on the field a lot. Yeah. You know, and so as long as that's what's happening, then I'm not going to complain. I'm going to complain when if, when things don't work. Definitely. Yeah. Because I'm going to be like, we got rid of BWAX for this. We spent this money in these places and then it didn't Which work. we'll get into. Like, we we overpaid for Disley. No offense to... I, I, I meant to look up how to pronounce his name and I didn't. Do, do you know? I, I didn't it? look it up. I just say Inwosu. So they get Inwosu from the Chargers, and they're paying him ten million dollars a year. Now, granted, I don't look at the cap situation. I don't necessarily. I well, I do care because it does matter, but I also don't like. I look at the surface for the most part because it's still ten million dollars. Yep. You know, and and I just look at how it's really helping the team and then you know like I said B-Wags was on the books for one more year right so anyways you're paying him 10 a year for two years and I don't see why we had to why we paid him 10 could he earn it just like Disley he could earn it absolutely absolutely he could but I don't think anyone else was giving either one of them that much money and so I don't think you had to do that and you also kind of rushed and did it like, that's the other thing. If these guys were so sought after, you know, then I don't know. I just, I mean, I guess maybe they were so sought after and they had to throw the money at them, but mm-hmm. I just don't see it, you know? <laughs> it, it, that was an interesting signing. You know, he's, it's like, okay, yeah, he's young. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's like, okay, you know, I guess. It's like he he's produced, but you know, definitely he hasn't produced you know a ten mil contract you know worth yet, right? In his career, he we talked about it. You know, he's only had like one real season where he's like played like starter snaps, yeah. like a total number of snaps, and that was last season. And like he played fine and everything, but you know, it's like he earned ten mil a year when off of that look, one season. When you look at him, and then you think of the guys that we already had. For the last few years, some of the guys we cut. So you, we signed Hyder, just and now we cut him. Yeah. Because he had that good year. Now you're expecting Inwosu to have this good year, based on him playing pretty good in spots. But then you just cut Dunlap when Dunlap just played amazing at the end of the season in spots. Yep. You know when you played in that certain way. He produced like crazy. Mm-hmm. So instead of just bringing him back and letting him play in spots like you did at the end of the year, you just get rid of him. Now you're bringing in Inwosu and you know other guys that you're bringing in who you're just hoping are going to produce, but you don't have any stars down there that produce. Yeah. Now look, I think Daryl Taylor could still 
be the guy. They just kind of play him. Yeah, see, and that's the other thing. I would, if I knew that they were going to play Alton Robinson a lot, LJ Collier, Moore, uh, Taylor, you know, the young guys, like, just put the young guys out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Monet, you know, or Brian Monet, or Brandon. Brandon. Uh, you know, and just keep Puna out there and those guys, and those guys get the majority, the youth, and let them play. I'd be fine with seeing that. I want to see that. I, so you draft a lot of these guys, and then I'm like, you know, and then they hype them up, but then they don't play them, but then they play in spots, and you see them do good things, and you think, oh, what can they do if they got more time? And then they never get it. Yeah. And because there's now no they're rotation. like, oh, we gotta get them more time. I mean, look, I do want rotation. Don't get me wrong, but I do think the young guys should get the bulk of that rotation. Much like Dunlap, he because he played better when he got more rest, right? Yeah. So the older guys might play better when they get more rest. And in the meantime, these young guys who are faster, quicker, a little stronger, you know, are getting the experience. And hopefully, if they have the right mentality, just going crazy, you know? Yeah. All effort. That's what Nwosu is supposed to be, is just an all effort guy, which I love those kind of guys. So I might love him. Mm-hmm. But just seeing 10 million a year. When you look at his statistics, you're kind of like, uh, especially I don't know. you know, obviously it, this is the the highest uh, salary we've paid anyone, you know, in free agency like outside of the team. You know, the next biggest was Ziggy Ansa when we signed him that one season. Yeah, uh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and now granted, he's younger and he's not coming off like an injury like some of these other guys yeah. that did that, like Jokel and like um, Eddie Lacy <laughs> and stuff like that when they when they signed those guys to like one year contract. Well, I don't think Lacy's was. Well, was Lacy's eight million? I think his was like four million. I don't remember. Oh. But anyways, yeah, no, that's a good point. Like they're looking at like he's younger, and then they also like one of the coaches like coached him before. In, oh yeah, like, college or something like that. So and he or maybe he was with the Chargers or something. I don't know. But he loves him and raves about him. So you know we'll see. But like I just see what he did is a lot like some of our guys. You know like Rasheen Green. Like he's gonna play and he's gonna get you like five sacks, but you don't use him enough. I mean Green got. Green got played a lot, and I would love him back, but, you know, you're like, you're freeing up all this money. Yep. Where's the big signing? Oh, no, we're just going to, what looks like overpaying a bunch of guys. What? And then in the meantime, we're going to lose DJ Reed because we didn't want to pay him. Yep. DJ Reed got signed by the New York Jets on a three-year deal worth 11 mil per year. And Seattle did want to re-sign him, but they obviously didn't want to re-sign him at $11 million a year, so he's gone. And so, again, I'm like, well, then why did you cut B-Wags, and then you cut Hyder, and then you cut Dunlap, and you're not mm-hmm. signing anybody? And Mayoa. Oh, they did? Well, you know, that one, you know, I'm not mad about it. And I wasn't really mad about Dunlap either. I just assumed they were going to keep him. Like mm-hmm. we talked about at the end of the season, I was like, if you play him like that, I'm I'm not against you bringing him back. But I also, I'm like, I, I'm not confident that they're going to do that. They're going to do, anytime they do anything in your life, okay, that's how you want to do, again, rotation, rotation, rotation. And, have, and know what your rotation is and stick with it. And they don't do that. No. They just decide, you know what? We're going to stick with that guy. He He's having a pretty decent game, so we're going to play him, you know, 85% of the snaps. And then we're going to do it the next game and the next game, too, until he's, like, exhausted and he can't give you anything anymore. And then we're just going to put him on the bench. And then 
we're not going to play him. And then he might be inactive the next week. But then we're going to bring him back and he's going to play really good. And then we're going to do this. It's like, just have a rotation, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, come on. I, I honestly don't understand what's hard about that. Like, I, it baffles me. I'm like, oh, you're in a game and there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there's other coaches, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? What? Whose job? Everybody has like jobs. Are they all telling you the same thing? You delegate authority, right? You know, I mean... Obviously, Pete doesn't, and that's kind of one of my other issues with him. Is, and that's why he's got the guys that he has. And look, we're gonna jump into Pete real quick. <laughs> Listen to the press Peter conference, Carroll. and he is super pumped up about everything because he's he's they're excited about this new opportunity to build the team back up. And they ramble on about it for like six yeah, minutes. He went on about it to all second chances, second chances. <laughs> You know, and he's just going crazy. But he's got that Pete Carroll enthusiasm when he's talking about it. So, you know, and I'm just thinking, dude, just get to the point. And, and you know that they are excited about it in a lot of ways. But they also have to be excited about it because Russ is apparent. And everybody knows this now who didn't before. Russ wanted to leave. He wanted out. They granted it. And then they decided, okay, this is what we're going to do. You know, which obviously we don't know exactly what that is. But what I mean by what we do know is, and we knew this defensively, he hired who he wanted as a defense coordinator, not what anybody else wanted. He kept his guy in-house yep. who knows what he wants and is going to do what he says. And then, you know, he keeps um, Waldron. And I still think, I think at the end of the year, we talked about that at the end of the year, Waldron started doing an offense that Carroll wanted. And we didn't have... Who had a problem with that offense at the end of the year? I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, you shouldn't because that's... It's just fine. You don't have to have your quarterback throw 50 times a game. I never really wanted that with Russ. What I wanted was more weapons so that when he did throw, you pretty much always knew someone was open and that wasn't the case. And then a line, right? Yeah. But you... They weren't going to do those things. Which, again, go back to Pete. Why, why, like, why have certain players? Why trade for Jimmy Graham if you're if that's not how you want to play? It doesn't make any sense. Like, it never made sense. It was a bad fit, you know. And they did that a lot. Mm. And then, in the at the end of the day, the players paid for Carroll not sticking to what he said he was and who he was. Now he's trying to get back to that. Snyder and him are trying to get back to that, but they have to kind of rebuild the team. But because that happened, like I said, it's it's his fault. And everybody else kind of takes the blame. Even with Russ leaving, there's going to be fans that are mad that he wanted to leave. I'm I'm kind of am only because of what he always said. Yeah. And you know, that's how I'm very much about that. If you say these things, this is where I want to be. I'm, you know, I'm going to be with the Hawks. You know, and I don't care about anything. I just want to win. Da, 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 da. But then you're complaining about all these things, and you're so religious, and you don't, you know, and it, it's always, you know, you're you're putting your religious quotes out there. You know, look, I'm religious. Let's get that out there. Yeah. But that's why it bothers me that he says these things, but then he wants to be the highest paid quarterback, and that's a big deal to him. And him and his agent are going to get all mad about it. And they're going to do all these things. And it's like, what? You know? So those things I'm upset about. But at the same time, when I see what Carol did and how 
he treated the team in terms of like they didn't evolve and then it was always like oh you know trust the process do this do that you know basically do what we say and you know always compete and just trust the system but then they go against what they would do all the time what they were saying all the time whether it was who played who got cut who they traded for and passing from the one yard line when you're a run team supposedly you know just these things make no sense and those are all Pete Carroll things it's all his fault but he's the one that gets to stay and he gets to build it again now he him and John did build it so I get it in a way if Russ didn't want to be here and even firing Pete wasn't going to be the answer then yeah you don't fire him you just trade Russ and then you let Pete try Pete and John try to do it again mm-hmm. but again I'm just not sure if I do and so far I'm not loving what they're doing but I'm trying to be optimistic I'd like I said like this league I think he can earn that contract Iwosu I think he can earn that contract but will they and you know <laughs> easier said than done as they say and you know that's all amongst other moves they made uh, like they brought back uh, Quentin Jefferson uh, used to play here one yeah, more played here a few years ago and I don't know how I feel about that I mean I know that I loved him when he was here but I'm not I haven't followed him like what he's been doing the last couple years I saw like, last year he started all the games and you know he had four and a half sacks which is know. about what he would do because like, you know look it looks like he's still kind of at the same level and what's the contract? Because I didn't even see what the contract was. Two years, nine and a half mil. I mean, that's not that bad. I mean, look, you want to have, again, want rotation on that, and especially at defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's okay. I mean, I always like Making moves so. there, you know. Obviously, they also brought back uh, Al Woods. Um, Sidney oh, Jones. Sidney Jones, a Quandre, like of course. Yeah, of course. Um, we signed Artie Burns, veteran cornerback. And that um, was because he had connections with Desai in Chicago, correct? That's the yes. Guy? Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense because you've got a coach that just coached him and he's like, yeah, I can vouch for this guy. Mm-hmm. So, I get that one. It's just, again, it's not nothing splashy. And how much money have they spent so far? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And that's kind of the thing. I'm like, you've spent all this money and yes, you're trying to create depth. I get that. But you're also saying, oh, we're... We're we're compete. We're we're in this. We're yeah. We're all in right now. So you're just hoping to see a little bit splashier moves. But now what that is? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm fine as long as they draft well. But that's another thing, right? You're like, what are they gonna do? Who are they gonna draft? This is a very unique situation compared to our last decade. <laughs> exactly. So you know, for me, though I'm not thrilled with what they're doing, I'm gonna be optimistic. I can't wait. I. I mean, I am really excited for the draft now. But again, we weren't at all, really. And now, I'm excited. I'm excited. For... Oh, but nervous. I'm, yeah, I'm also nervous <laughs> a sec. I'm like, I have no idea who they're going to pick. So nervous. I'm like, watch them pick a quarterback, but then just reach like crazy for, you know, one of the other guys. Or, you know, they'll draft another receiver or something. Yeah, I mean, look, if they, if you, if they were to draft a receiver, it better be a big guy. Big get. They better not draft another, you know, tiny little guy. You, you need a little guy. I, 
you need a freak, but not so much like a DK freak, like he has to be big, like that, but just agile, fast, can can jump, you know, just, you see a lot Go of these guys on so many other teams, and we, you know, again, DK is a freak, but because he's so big, there are still certain things he can't do, which isn't enough because the things that he can do, he can be completely unstoppable. He doesn't need to do some of the other stuff. Yeah. But you, it's good to have another guy that's, you know, it, it just gives you something else, but it's also a bigger guy. It's a bigger target. Like, you don't have Russ there anymore to throw those beautiful, you know, rainbow bombs. You don't know if the other guy's going to have that, if it's Drew Locke or if it's Willis or if it's Pickett or if it's Jacob Eason or if they sign somebody or they trade for Minshew like some people want or they get Baker Mayfield or if my nightmare comes true and somehow Matt Ryan ends up here like you want guys that you know they can just be able to throw it up to sometimes and they'll just go get it yep so I just want one of those type of guys if they were to draft one and hopefully Noah Fay is one of those guys too so and then you he also got you know a couple you know, moves with you got Austin Blythe, you know, center who used to be on the Rams, so he worked under Waldron, of course. Bring him in, and everyone's favorite player, Kyle Fuller, is back. Yeah, that, yay! I don't understand. I mean, I, know, they're gonna say that's for competition. A, one one year deal. Now, Blythe, what's his? Uh, Cause was he the starting center? I think so. You know that? One year. He's one year four mil. That's it. Yep. He's also he's also coming off of an injury. Oh, so maybe he was the starting center at the beginning of the year. Lost Last season, dog. he was on the Chiefs. And then before, he uh, was starting for the Rams for like four that years. That makes sense. I actually remember that name now. Yeah. So, so for four years, a, he started he 48 make... games for the Rams. And then last season, he went to Kansas City. And he, just, he was just injured for the most part. So... Yeah, and, so and then obviously we might get Trent Brown. We'll see what happens there. You're hoping he can bounce back. Yeah, I mean, and that's obviously we can't speak on the things that they haven't done. If they do something like that, you know, then you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's a pretty big move, you know. So there are still things to be done, obviously. Just early on right now, you know, instead of I've come to terms with the releases. And now I'm just, you know rating it how I would like even if even if Russ and B-Wags are still here some of these things I would still go huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, right like, like okay I mean I hope it works like okay yeah you know I talk it up more yeah because you know that's what you do when you just think your team has a chance and since I'm not going into next season thinking that we've got a chance I mean when everything's all said and done maybe I'll be like and we do our like preview for next year there could be a chance that I could say, oh, you know, they're, a, you know, a bubble playoff team. Fringe. Yeah, you know, but as of right now, no, I'm not doing that. So, so anything they do, I am going to be a little bit more critical of. It's just the way it is, especially until the draft. Like, I, yeah, I got to see what they do in the draft. But there's, there's things that they could do that would make me happy, but that I don't think would make everybody happy like no, look i cannot i already tell you that what i'm about to say could go very wrong but not very wrong but just careful not very wrong because i wouldn't want them to to do it to overpay at all 
mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mind the bringing in Julio. I love Julio mm-hmm. Jones. And yeah. Again, you're taking some guys who have had injuries. He's had injuries. If you can get him to come for cheap, and even if it's a contract, well, hey, okay, you will sign you for four million, five million, but you you would give you incentives. If you stay healthy and you produce, then you're going to get more money. I would love like big receiver, you know. I mean, it's Julio Jones. Like I do think when he's healthy, he and he's not going to be the starter. Yeah. Unless you trade it, lock it, which you know. I mean, who knows? At this so, point. and and I don't want them to do that. No, 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 not at all. I do not want them. But. but it was just one of those rumors. So, but that's one that I could totally see nobody wanting to, them to do. But just because I'm a fan, and that would just make me kind of go, oh, okay, let's see. I'd like to see him in a Seahawks uniform, and I'd like to see if he can just get a little bit more magic. I mean, like I said, we're doing it with some other guys, like Austin Blake. Yep. He didn't even start a game last year. I know he's younger. I totally get it. I understand. And I understand if nobody wants that. I'm just saying like little things like that would just make me feel a little happy, as long as it was... Mm-hmm. Anyway, you, you, we could work with it, you know. It could be done, but right. you know, it's just at this stage. Who knows? Well, let's get to more NFL teams and and the news going on. There's <laughs> there's mucho. Well, let's there's start with lot. today's real quick. The big one. The big one. Oh boy, the Cleveland Browns. They are bringing in quarterback Deshaun Watson. In a turn of events, Watson has decided to waive his no-trade clause to play for the Cleveland Browns, who will be training away, I believe it was, I think it was three firsts and a couple uh, later round picks as well. And, And on top of that, Cleveland is signing him to a five-year, $230 million deal. And I th- I think it's fully guaranteed as well. That's crazy. Ooh. Now, I'm... It doesn't matter. I'm not a Cleveland Brown fan. Right. And I think that it's... I mean, I guess it's exciting for that. It's hard because I just... I went from being a huge Watson fan to being like, you can't go anywhere near him. No offense. He may be innocent. But when it's 20-something different women alleging, I can't get past that. And so, when I see... It's crazy that he wants to... That he's waving his no-trade clause to go there. That's pretty crazy. But it's even crazier that they're trading for him and then giving him all that money. That shows how desperate. Like I feel like any team that was really trying to get him is desperate. And if Seattle was truly trying to get him, well, they were playing. They are being desperate. They shouldn't have been. Yeah. But if they were, they're being desperate. You know. So. Uh. Anyways, yeah, I just think it's just. It's crazy. Hey man, it's. <laughs> crazy stuff that was the big bombshell of today huge trade you know rumors are kind of run rampant about where he would end up you know panthers came out as favorites saints you know came up the falcons kind of came up as a sleeper cleveland was at first and then they were kind of out of it and then out of nowhere they're just they're the destination for deshaun watson so 
crazy. But crazy. I mean, this week, that's just the beginning of it. So let's get into a little bit more. Oh, man. Okay. So getting ready for, you know, talk about more NFL news. And then we just, uh, you know, look like social media for a second and find out that John Clayton has passed away, unfortunately. Yep, just looking as we were transitioning there, and I'm like, wait, what? Is this true? And so then I go do a little bit more digging, and sure enough, just, what, like 30 minutes ago, people started tweeting out about it. Yeah, Hall of Fame broadcaster John Clayton passed away, and, you know, he's a wow. absolute legend, and I've listened to so many different radio shows of John Clayton's over the years. It's, yeah, it's crazy. A lot of knowledge there. And a lot just, and he had a lot of good moments on, you know, the different shows and sports centers. I remember him and, what was it, Sean Salisbury used to have segments all the time. And they were pretty entertaining for a little bit there, for a minute. But, yeah, that's crazy. That is very crazy. Yeah, rest in peace. And, I mean, I don't think he had a pretty good life, you know. I'm sure that he, I'm sure he had no regrets, right? <laughs> I mean, got to. On the surface. To, yeah, on the surface, you know. Yeah, that's. He's seen a lot and it was just always fun to listen to him talk about, especially the past. You know, I really like to listen to him talk about, you know, even when he talks about when he was first getting in, you know, it's just really cool to to hear those older perspectives, mm-hmm. you know. So The wise ones. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure there's going to be a lot. And I, again, I'm going to do that, you know, as soon as I can is go look up some YouTube stuff. Just a lot of different things on him. I want to say highlights, but in a sense, you know, and, and I'm sure there'll be some sort of documentary or something in a few years about him coming out and I can't wait to see that man just more unfortunate news I don't like to see that stuff it's been a rough rough week yeah alright anyways we get back on track here yeah to just you know the craziness of this offseason continues on as the Green Bay Packers are moving on from Devontae Adams. He has been traded to the Las Vegas Raiders for this year's first and second round picks. And on top of that, the Raiders are giving Devontae Adams a five-year contract worth 141.25 mil total, where he gets an average of 28.25 mil per year. So that makes him the highest-paid receiver in league history. Okay, so... This joke we were talking about at first, we were like, oh, they can't pay him because they paid Rodgers all that money. But come to find out that the Packers actually offered him more. Yep. He just wanted to go to L.A. I mean, Derek Carr is his college quarterback, I believe. His homie. And college, I don't college know homie. if he lives in Vegas or he just wanted to go, whatever it is. He does now. He wanted <laughs> to go. And, you know, more power to him. I can't believe they're, I mean, not that I can't believe they're paying him that much but i just don't think 
Well, I mean, look, quarterbacks make way too much, but that's just so much for a receiver. That is a lot. Man, it's crazy. But, I mean, good for him. I mean, the Packers are most likely going to draft a receiver. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Maybe they draft all receivers. Who knows? Let's see. Trying to, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. Uh, One thing I thought was kind of funny, Zedarius Smith, he's not on the team right now, but news broke that he was signing with the Ravens. And then a little bit later, he was like, nah, I'm good. And he just didn't sign with the Ravens, so he's still a free agent. So, so I just thought that was funny, especially after the whole Randy Gregory situation happened where they announced that he was re-signing with them, and then he turns around and he ends up signing with Denver. Uh, you gotta love free agency sometimes. It's crazy. I mean, really, all the time. Like, even if you're, like, you know, in the bad end of it. Like, if you're a Packers fan, you're probably... At first, especially, you're like, what? We're trading Devontae Adams. And then you find out kind of the details. And then, like, oh, we offered him more money. We wanted to leave, right? So, like, that's fine. And we got some picks. So, now, you know, now you're looking forward to the draft. Kind of like us where, you know, you're you're shocked. You're mad. Maybe we're a little bit madder. But still, now you Maybe Green Bay could draft another quarterback. Now you're know? looking forward to, hey, who knows, the, the, the next... They need, the, they need the a third next, string. Next guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, yeah. But then, you know, you look at these other <laughs> Darius Smith and you're just like What why did you agree to it? Like what happened? Like you really want those details cuz so, you know, they say the devil's in the details. So a lot of times, you know, everything is fine, but there's a sticking point. So maybe they everybody was under the impression that oh, they're going to get that worked out. And then they just didn't. And he was like, no, this is something I'm not budging on. Yeah. And they wouldn't give it to him. So he was like, no. It could have just been as simple as that. Who knows? And maybe he wanted uh, the Von Miller bag, as uh, we call it now, because the Buffalo Bills signed Von Miller, 32-year-old Von Miller, to a six-year, $120 million contract. Did we find out how much uh, is guaranteed? I'm not sure. I think I saw something where it's like most of it is kind of spread out through four years. Yeah. So like 17 and a half per year through those four years. And then I don't know what else is up with the other two. So that's all I know. Either way. But that is insane. No, I see. This is another example of you're just like, was anybody going to pay him that? No offense. He's a Hall of Famer. He's right now. Yes. He's a Hall of Famer. He's. Probably even first ballot Hall of Famer. You know? I would say so. And so, he's a great player, but aren't his best days far behind him? Like, I, I don't know. I don't, it look, is hey, crazy. I would love to see him play, you know, you said most of it in four years. If, if he plays for those four years and is a very productive, great player, Pro Bowls, maybe even... All pro- no, well, no, we talked about Pro Bowls. But in this instance, we're going to give Pro Bowl kind of credit because, you know, at his, you know, at 32 and getting that money, if he even makes the Pro Bowl, then he played good enough. You mm-hmm. know? But it, I'm an all pro or two, if he's able to do that, then, yeah, he doesn't have to get the whole six years. But, yeah, I'm just like, he'd have been crazy to turn that down. But plus, yeah. you're going to a contender. 
You know, oh, sure, yeah, that's it, also what he's looking at. Exactly. And it's funny because before that deal happened, I was just thinking, because, you know, Russ is on the Broncos. So I was thinking about their chances of making it. And I was thinking about at this moment, and this was before the Von Miller thing, who do I think is the favorite in the AFC? And I was like, the Bills. And then they just got Von Miller. Now, I think it's a ridiculous deal over six years. Yes. But for next year... I think is a great deal. Yeah. And that's kind of why they did it. It's one of those things where it's like, get us get us there so we can get that ring. And there's no way this is a bad deal. Yep. I mean they really just they were just seeing, you know, one or two, right? Exactly. If they if they if they win or like this title, season if they win, then it's like, who cares? You know? Exactly. He still might not see the life of the contract, but it doesn't matter. You <laughs> got you one, so I mean, whatever gets the job done. Uh, following that, you know, obviously he left the L.A. Rams, but they made a big splash themselves because they signed wide receiver Allen Robinson for three years. Allen Robinson to the Rams. I love Allen Robinson. always have. And so it hurts my soul. <laughs> right. But also I'm like, how many guys do you need? Now, now that now – People are wondering if they're going to get rid of, of Woods. And I'm like, that was the guy when he got hurt. You guys were devastated. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, you guys don't understand how important he is to this team. Da, 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 da. And now suddenly it's like, they might get rid of Robert Woods. And I'm like, that'd be so cold-blooded. So he gets hurt. You end up winning without him. But the guy who took his place got hurt. And he's not coming back. Then you sign another guy who wasn't here at all. <laughs> and then maybe get rid of Robert Woods? Like, that would... That's just cold-blooded. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean... <laughs> I, I hope they're not doing that to him. I'm like, geez, I'm kind of... But I'm glad Allen Robinson got paid, and though I hate the fact that he's on the Rams, he's been... Where has he been? He's been in Jacksonville and Chicago. And no offense to either one of those cities, but you guys haven't been good. Yeah. So now he's on a contender. The Super Bowl champions. So good for him. But I hope they suck. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. It's like, dang it, man. I mean, we're going to suck. Everybody in the NFC West, join us in L- suck. Let's just, let's just have the worst division in football. Let's do it. You know, the NFC East a few years let's ago when no one had a. Nine, or no, we'd be 7 and 10, or 8 and 9 and win the division. Without yeah. Russ. We did it without you. Drew Locke, baby. We, we weren't 500, but we won the division. Mm hmm. Second Maybe we'll, time. you know, catch lightning in a bottle again and win a playoff game too, you know? Get another Just beast quake? Get another beast quake from whoever the running back's going to be. <laughs> Whoever, somebody. Just bring Maybe Mike. maybe Drew Locke himself. Maybe Drew Locke just scrambles. And then he starts rapping in the end zone. Pro- he would. I hope he does that. That should be his immediate celebration. <laughs> he should do that on the way to the end zone. Like, you see him just, he takes off his helmet and just starts. Well, that's a penalty. <laughs> yeah, the rest wouldn't play, call it. Play would be dead. Right there. Russ wouldn't call it. Right now it comes off. But and okay. we're getting way off track here with the <laughs> Drew Locke beast quake. But I hope it happens. Uh, more uh, signings surrounding the Raiders, because they also picked up Chandler Jones, because he is obsessed with chasing Russell Wilson around for some reason. And he was so serious about it that he went to Vegas. <laughs> He was like, "Wait, Russ is on the on the Broncos. What division is he in now? 
Got you. Who, who wants me over there? Yeah, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> Where is it? And then, of course, uh, you know, the the big news, but also the big one, the not surprising news at all was Tom Brady returning <laughs> to the NFL already. <laughs> I mean, we so, we so totally should have waited before we said anything about it. We should have. But you feel like, well, we do a podcast about sports if you don't talk about it. But it just seemed like an uneasy thing at first. It was like he announced it. It, it seemed, or no, he didn't announce it, but it was announced. And then he was kind of mad and totally understandable. He wanted to be able to do it. Then he does it. And then two months later... He's back. And then what was it Ryan Clark who tweeted out that his kids must be really bad? <laughs> I don't remember who tweeted it out. But I was like, that is an amazing tweet. That so is hilarious. Funny. His kids must be bad as hell. <laughs> uh, Two months and he was like, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. He, uh, he got his retirement papers and was like, you know, I don't know about all that. I should think about this Daddy, take us to Disneyland. Oh. I'm He's Tom. not going because he won another Super Bowl. I'm Tom Brady. I don't do these things. I don't, Dad. <laughs> I, I don't do the dad, you know, I'm just kidding. right he, now. He could be a phenomenal father. He could be. It was just a funny tweet. Uh, you also had uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars signing Christian Kirk and making him the third highest paid receiver in the league. <laughs> well, now fourth, but yeah. Fourth, yes. It was Thanks at the to time. Devante. It makes no sense. But but also good hilarious. Good for him. You think he cares? Nope. I'm sure he's loving it. And you know, and look. Hopefully for for his sake, I don't think anybody wants to see him fail. They just are just like, what? Why? How? Who? Was anybody going to offer him that much money, you know? Even yeah. close to that? Was he going to get no 4 way. years 50 million? let alone four years, 84, you know, like, probably not. But I hope he balls out. And then the L.A. Chargers are making some splashes, you know, this week. You know, obviously they had the Khalil Mack trade to bring him in, and then they followed that up by signing quarterback J.C. Jackson. So just trying to, you know, uh, boost up the defense real quick. Yeah, and... Those are splashy moves. They're big moves, but you wonder. From one, it's the Chargers, so you know my feelings. We've talked about this, yes. But Mac, is he is he done? You know, I mean, after that first year in Chicago, you don't really hear much. And I'm not saying he didn't do things, and he, statistically he might have, but he went from being talked about all the time to barely mentioned and i'm obviously we watched the bears game but you didn't have to watch the bears or the raiders before everyone knew who Khalil Mack was yes so that kind of fell off and then with jc jackson is he a product of the belichick system is he really that great i'm not saying he's not I'm saying we're gonna find out yep <laughs> you know and unfortunately because it's the chargers I just have this feeling we're going to find out that both of the things I just was asking about are true. That Kalim X passed past the prime and Jackson is not worth the money. I mean, he could still play, but 
you know, is he going to be that difference maker? Is he what, you know, are these guys what you need to shore up that team? Or are they just names? Is it like the Cardinals bringing in J.J. Watt? Yeah, right. You know, that didn't really work. Didn't, didn't amount to much. To, or hasn't worked. He's still there, right? He's yeah, I think he's still there today. <laughs> As of right, who knows? Tomorrow he'll be, you know. Oh, the Seahawks. <laughs> he might, you know. And they pay him twenty nine million. They're they're gonna trade the ninth pick to get JJ Watt and also pay him like a four year, twenty mil contract. Makes sense. You know, just why not at this point? I mean, who cares? I just said I wanted Julio Jones for cheap. Calm down. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns, on top of the Deshaun Watson move uh, prior to that, early in the week, they also traded for Amari Cooper from the Dallas Cowboys, only having to give up a fifth and a sixth-round pick to do so. And it's crazy because Cooper never should have got the contract he got, and I love Amari Cooper, but he never should have got that money. Mm-hmm. And then because of it, he has to get traded because they can't pay him anymore because they got too many people to pay. And at first, you're like, okay, he's going to Cleveland. Oh, yeah, and then they also immediately extend Michael Gallup. Oh, yeah. And his, he got a pretty nice contract himself. Five, five years, 62.5 mil total. But that's another thing. Like, Gallup got that. Kirk got what he got. And I think Gallup's better. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Doesn't matter. Hope they both do great. Anyway. Yeah, they're really so, messing us up, you know, for DK down the line. But when first goes there, you're just like... I mean, okay, good luck with that in Cleveland. But now you're getting Watson, which it doesn't, even though, you know, like I said, like I don't want him on my team. It's an easy situation. But he can still play. Like, mm-hmm. so as long as he is playing, yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna have a very, you know, they're going to have a team with some firepower. Will yeah. it matter? It's still just going to be the same old Browns? No problem, most likely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's still Cleveland. betting on it. So, so they, they haven't proven otherwise yet, so. Not really betting, because I don't bet. But figuratively Not, not literally or physically. And then, yeah, you know, you know, outside of that, today, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster announced he's signing with the Chiefs. Yeah, I just saw that. That's crazy. And, you know, people cried because now he's in the same city as Jackson Mahomes. Oh, and... I didn't think about that. Their TikToks are going to be ridiculous. I know. I... Not in a good way. They saw that, and, yeah, once I, I saw that, I was that. like, oh, and this is going to be the most unbearable season Only thing in NFL I history. Was, oh, man, you know, Juju's pretty good, and he's going to Kansas City. Like, that's crazy. I didn't even think. Uh, yeah, he he was already disliked because of his TikToks. Just he was already getting on people's bad side with you know the whole middle of the field stuff, and now he's you know now you're just waiting when that first one with Jackson Mahomes pops up, and everyone goes insane and just uh, the, deletes no. all their social medias. Okay, the Chiefs may have just gone from just a couple years ago being one of the more likable teams to a lot of people. I'm not saying everybody liked him because for me, you know, I'm not huge on Tyreek Hill, but a lot of people, you know, just move on from that and they just see the talent. And then Mahomes is likable. Yes. And I think most people... Patrick, like, that is Patrick. Patrick. Yes, yes. <laughs> most people like Kelsey. There, there are certain guys, but I just mm-hmm. think for the most part, you know, that firepower, when, it, when a team is like throwing the ball all over and doing what they were doing and being just so great offensively you can't 
and and there's not like a lot to hate about them. You just kind of gravitate towards it. You maybe you don't like them like them, but you don't dislike them like you watch them. Mm-hmm. But now because of his brother, because of Jackson, and now Juju, people are gonna start hating the Chiefs. Yeah, like people who aren't in their division. Like I, I know, like all Raiders and and look, even still, some Seahawks fans probably totally hate the Chiefs. Probably, I'm more about hating the Raiders and the Broncos. Always have been, but I dislike the Chiefs, the Chargers. The Chargers I didn't hate before because they was no reason to. They were just as bad as us, and so you didn't care. Yeah. Now I just can't stand them. <laughs> they just they just get on my nerves now. Just freaking. Get your stuff together. <laughs> He's like, just win something. <laughs> I know. Like, I want you to win. I'm I'm going to talk bad about you until you win. Just prove me wrong. I don't so, think I've ever seen, like, another team get you so mad by not winning, you know. Not, <sighs> like, you're not really rooting for. But I you're know. also just like, just do something already. They just made me so mad. <laughs> now, I used to not care about what they did. And I was fine with whatever. Like, okay, whatever. Now I'm just like... Yeah. What the heck, man? Like, nobody ever picked them to do anything, ever. You're why? just sitting there like, why are you in the league yeah, at know. all? You should be a, Just go. Go to the... Yeah, that's what they should have gave The Rock when they when they merged the XFL yeah. and stuff, which we never really talked about on this before, which is awesome. Where, mm-hmm. they, they're kind of, you know... Partnering not, not a little merging. bit. I said merging. It's not a merging. There's a but relationship. Yeah, a, yeah, a relationship. They should have... The Rock should have been like, I need one thing from you. I just need one... one NFL franchise to come down to the to the XFL, just give me whatever. Well, come you up, want. You, you know, get whatever one you want. And the NFL should have immediately said, "Oh, please take the LA Chargers, please." They can't win. They don't got no fans. Get them out of here. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, that's too funny. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot. I mean, and there still will be, especially with the draft. Not even over yet. yet. Yep. Sure, there's stuff we didn't talk about. That's fine. A lot of people left we unsigned. Obviously, Bobby Wagner still has yet to find a team. You know, another, you know, other, uh, other guys out there. Well, yeah, just you got waiting in the guys, wings. You all know, these guys get released. Antonio Brown's making his case. You know, he's back. He's like, yo, Cleveland. Is he back? Talking again. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, Cleveland. You know. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you got criminal quarterback. Just take me. <laughs> I said it! Might as, might as well. He's a criminal. Let's just face the facts. Look, if he doesn't do time, whatever. I mean... I, it's fine. I just don't want to hear from him ever again. Exactly. I Especially when I it comes to football. I'm just look, like, stop talking! Until they... Shut up! Until he's cleared, cleared. And I'm and I'm and when I say cleared, cleared, I mean like... It's pretty much proven that he didn't do anything wrong. And I know some people are going to say, it's not proven that he did. I mean, 22 people... 22 people that you knew told me that you did a bunch of stuff. I'm a, I'm a kind of... And then you were like, oh, I didn't. I'm like, mm, 22 people told me that you punched the Pope in the face. <laughs> Poor Pope. What the heck? And you're telling me you didn't? I think... I don't know if I can believe you, man. I don't know if I can believe you. I want, I want to believe you. You seem nice. But I just can't. So I can't root for him. Poor Pope. And Antonio Brown is like the I. He's just. I'm supposed to. I said I'm religious. He just went and off I'm the edge. I'm not supposed to say things like this. There's hope for everyone. I hope every single person 
in the world gets closer to God. And, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and I want to love everyone. But people get on my nerves. <laughs> and maybe two people that I don't know who get on my nerves more than anybody are Kanye West and Antonio Brown. They're just hanging out together. I don't understand Super Bowl. why people tolerate either one of them. Oh, he has good music. And he, I mean, does he have good music? Because I don't think so. I don't oh, listen to so. Antonio Brown is no. so great. Well, uh, does that mean that either one of them can be as awful as they are and just intolerable? Like, I can't even. Like, talking about them right now is making me just sick. I'm like, <laughs> what? Just, I don't like to give... Get out of my brain! I don't... No, like, seriously, I don't even like to think about that. Like, people say, oh, oh they're living rent-free in your head. Like, not really, because I don't think about it that much, but you brought Antonio Brown up, so then I'm just like, oh, I can't stand the dude. And then it just, like, it, it made me think the other person that I can't tolerate. Like, I don't. I, I don't pay attention to them. I don't watch things, or I don't listen to them. But, yeah, it just drives me crazy sometimes when they just... When they do pop up on like my feed or something, I'm just like, why do people bother with this? I don't get it. Yeah. Why would it? That's the thing. He said, whatever he said, somebody's thinking about it and looking into it. I'm like, why would you even think about it? It shouldn't. No. The answer is no. Yeah. He should never play again. Every team should just just respond to, if it was a tweet, respond to it. Nope. No. 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 Every single team. I that would, and also the XFL and the USFL and any okay, other football go, league. He can go to any of those because it's not the NFL. And those, at least those, that's like when a minor league team would sign, a minor league like baseball team would sign like a star. It was literally just to get people to their game. I understand that. Mm -hmm. A lower level team or league does that stuff and I totally get it. And you could say, well, a bad team would do the same thing in the NFL. Yes, but they shouldn't. If you're when you're at the top, when you're uh, you know an NBA, NFL, MLB, or your major league soccer, and not not even MLS, but like but, you know. Premier League and stuff like that, or NHL, anything like that, like don't stoop to that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Know? When a dude is a problem, and it's clear he's not going to be anything but a problem, stop giving him twenty-seven chances. He gets many chances at life. And he should, but not in the NFL anymore. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop. It's time to move on. It is. So let's do that. Wraps up a crazy week in the NFL and, you know, more crazy weeks to come, you know, for a little while longer. Yes. But uh, let's talk about some, some MCU. Yes. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. A right. little bit of MCU talk, actually. We got a little bit. So the Moon Knight <coughs> series, actually, they sent out the first four episodes as screeners for the critics. Instead of just like one or two, they sent them four of six. Jeez. And so they're not, you know, they can't, <coughs> well, they're not supposed to really talk much about it. You can give like non-spoiler reviews. So I watched Grace Randolph and she didn't seem to love it. And that's okay. Look. During, I watched a couple of her videos because I also watched the one about Miss Marvel, which we'll get to. Yep. And there were things she said in both of them that I didn't agree with because 
that's just life. We don't always agree with yeah, people. Right. It doesn't mean that exactly. people suck at anything. But, uh, so I calm know, down. I know a lot of people don't like her, don't think I agree with every single thing she says. No, I don't. But it does kind of make me wonder a little, even though I don't know a ton about Moon Knight. I do. It's not that I'm going to dislike it or anything like that. But I do wonder what the reaction is going to be when, like, when the embargo lifts. When the review embargo lifts the day before or two days before. I can't remember. Is it the 30, 31st that it is out? Or the 30th? The 30th, I think, is when the series drops. Okay, so yeah, the, the review embargo is the 29th. That lifts, so you'll get to see what everybody's saying. <clears throat> and they got four episodes, and she was like, you know, the first one's really good. And she liked the fourth one. And then she was just kind of like, the other two kind of depend on what you, if you like. Because, you know, he's multiple personalities. So he's Steven yep. and Mark uh, Spector. So it's just like, it depends on which one of those you're a fan of if you're going to like it. And so for me, it doesn't really matter because I'm not necessarily, I don't know. Like the only thing I know about Moon Knight is when he's in the costume and he's being Moon, Moon Knight. That's the only I've, only stuff I've ever seen of him in the comics and stuff like that. I've never I've never seen the detective mm-hmm. Moon Knight version of him in any of the comics that I've read. I am thinking about going to buy the one that she was talking about in the video that the series is kind of roughly about. So to give myself an idea... But anyways, it just, it seemed kind of like she was worried a little bit. So I just found that interesting because I thought that she was just going to be glowing about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So makes me wonder. But for for us, not knowing too much about Moon Knight, I think we're going to just have a good old time. <laughs> I think so too. I am enjoy what I've seen, you know, from our, you know, the early looks, the trailers and, you know, the one little exclusive thing that they showed. I I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. I'm looking forward to it. So. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm I'm just very curious now to see what the reviews are going to say. Mhm. And um <clears throat> uh, then on the Miss Marvel front, like so that trailer came out. Yeah. And I liked it, but I did notice right away her powers are different. And yep. that was something, again, that I was mentioned Grace Randolph again because she tweeted that out a long time ago. And once again, people jumped all over her about it. And they were just like, oh, you don't know, and da 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 and you can't take anything that she says. And what she said was absolutely true. But she also said that she thinks that it has something to, like, they're, they're She's changing, so she found that wristband thing yep. like in like a family heirloom type thing, and she said that she's from what she's hearing, it's like genie based almost. So she's so that I'm kind of she's like, a genie. No, I know, but she's she's serious. <laughs> not oh snap, let's go. But not that it's like she has like these genie powers because apparently there is some group that's I, I didn't know I had never heard of this these people before but they were basically like a family of genies and they're actually going to be in the show also and so i'm like that's okay oh so now i'm okay. a little bit like wait huh because i was totally in on this show but i don't know how i feel about the genie thing i guess it all and even she was kind of like i'm sure they're going to make it work and i'm like i hope because 
when you say genies and MCU, I'm not exactly getting excited about that. And I know that's weird because you're like, if you're just like not into comic books and listen to this, you're just like, it's comic books. They li- you you could name like three. They were like, there's a tree and a talking raccoon. You know, you had no problem with that. And that's not necessarily true. I didn't know what to expect from Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't hyped about it at first. It took till the last trailer before I wanted to see it. And then, yes, it was awesome. So this could, look, I'm watching Ms. Marvel. It's happening. But I am concerned with this genie, some ties to genies. Maybe genies got their powers from Infinity Stones a long time ago. And what I, I don't know. Like, she was... Gene, genie, Infinity Stones? She was linking the Infinity Stones with it because Carol Danvers' power came from Infinity Stone. Yep. Monica Rambeau's power came from Wanda, but where did Wanda get her for her power? Infinity Stone. The Stone of Infinite. And so she's wondering if, since they're all Miss Marvel in some way, shape, or form, that it's somehow Infinity Stone powered, and maybe somehow that's how the bracelets came to be. And so, yeah. So, anyways, just wanted to give you a heads up on that. You know, let's if, go. Miss Marvel, the genie. If you hadn't heard that possibility <laughs> something to do with the genie like you know maybe it's kind of funny actually it is but i don't know how i feel about it and, and i don't have any problem. i don't really know either i'm just gonna i don't know it's kind of funny on the surface oh it's funny on the surface but i think if you're a fan of that character in particular it's gonna make you mad and it's gonna make you mad that they, they changed their powers and i wasn't necessarily a fan until i got the avengers game you know a couple years ago on the Xbox, I wasn't like a big fan of Kamala Khan. I knew who she was, but until I got that storyline in the game, mm-hmm. I was. That's when I was kind of like, oh, actually, she's pretty cool, and I like. I even like her powers using it and doing, you know. But I always thought it did it, you know, in the comics. I didn't like it. I didn't like the look. I didn't really think it was gonna work. And so I'm kind of glad they changed her power. To be honest, to be almost mm. Green Lantern. Green Lantern-ish. I know it's not Green Lantern, you know, because he can make anything, but it's in a sense. Like, it gives you that kind of feel when you see it. Yeah, well, you know, you know? when she's, like, throwing the, the punch exactly. with the... So I don't have any problem with that. After she becomes a genie. The one other thing that Grace Randolph was talking about was that it drops at when Obi-Wan Kenobi, that series, is still, like, in the middle of its run, and she thought that <laughs> was really weird, and she's just like, people aren't gonna want to watch, and I'm like... I'm going to watch both of them because it's not like this. It's not like Netflix where they drop them all in one day. You mm-hmm. you have a week to watch two episodes that are going to be probably not even an hour long. Yeah. Out of that's all true. the things that you watch, like, and you can't make time for those two things. If that's what you want to watch, you're going to watch them. So I don't, I mean, I I guess I see it being a problem, but I think that that's something that Disney Plus has to do is they have to start dropping these things and giving people more than one at a time. When you're only giving them one thing, okay, they watch it, and then they kind of go, all right, well, you, you think they're going to rewatch it, but they might not because they just want to watch ne- the next episode. Yeah. You know, they want to binge it, but you don't give them that option, which is fine. I prefer it that way at the beginning and then afterwards you can binge it all you want so for me i just thought again this is one of the things that i i disagreed with her on because she was just like i don't see i don't know i think 
people aren't going to watch, watch Miss Marvel unless Obi-Wan Kenobi sucks or something like that. And I'm just thinking, why? You can... I mean, I guess it could happen, but for me, I'm just like, you can't watch both? I don't yeah. even have that much time. I can make two hours yeah. to watch both of these shows a week. So, you know, that's just no, me. I don't see the issue with that, you know? I don't see the, you know, any problem on my end figuring that out, so. Exactly. So what else? Other people have a problem with it, I guess, you know. Oh, well. They're talking about uh, Thor Love and Thunder having reshoots. So Mm. I'm like, okay. Like, everything needs reshoots nowadays. But, hey, it's fine. Then some get pushed back. I know a lot of DC stuff did. did oh, maybe it was D- maybe it was again? maybe it was DC stuff. I saw something getting pushed back to like twenty twenty three, but I think it was DC stuff. Yeah. Look. Okay. We were talking about DC stuff before, and then they ruined everything. And and I know a lot of people didn't like the Snyderverse, but we did. But it's not just that. It's just that it's just a big mess of just throwing stuff out there just pushing everything back over and over again and just oh i you just i just don't know what they're doing and it makes me lose interest it the batman could be good i'm never gonna see probably not i I mean i'll I'll watch it on tv or something like that i'm not gonna pay i'm not gonna pay one dime to see the batman I, i don't care how many people tell me it's great by the way not one person has told me that but guess what i haven't asked one person no. I just seen the reviews, <laughs> you know, because I don't care. That's how much they just WB has got on my nerves. The only thing right now that I, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to Black Adam because it's The Rock, and I'm looking yeah. forward to the Flash. But again, that has the that has the Snyderverse ties, and there's just some stuff. But other than that, like. I'm trying to think of what else is even on this. I mean, Aquaman 2, like, I would have to wait because we weren't thrilled with the first one. No. You know? No. If they're going to do a third Wonder Woman, like, the second one, I didn't hate it like so many people did, but it also doesn't make you super pumped for the third one. Yeah, no. You know? So there's just so much, like, yeah. So all that, all that stuff getting pushed back, I just thought, all you're doing is making people not care. Yep. You know, you're making people get farther and farther away from this stuff. and But they don't see it that way. I, oh. But yeah, I, I there was probably something else. I, th- I thought it was. I don't know. I can't remember now. There was something that I saw, and then I forgot it pretty soon after. Can't remember that it anymore. That sounds like me. Oh, you get yeah. more more like me every day, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I mean, I guess you can talk about all the old Netflix Marvel shows going to Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not going to watch any. I, the ones that I did watch, you know, I didn't like. So I'm not interested in really watching anymore. But, yeah. That's about what? You find something? Uh, not MCU. Related. Just spit it out. It, Somewhere already talking. The about. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match will be online in a fatal four-way match. Zelina and Carmella defend against Sasha Banks and Naomi, against Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, and against everyone's favorite women's tag team of Natalia and Shayna Baszler. 
But <sighs> but when is this match before WrestleMania? No, on Mania. Okay. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't. They think never I, cease to amaze me. I don't think I have anything else MC. Not. I. I definitely just wanted to get that Moon Knight news out there and. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. It's right around the corner. Yeah. If people don't. If they hate Grace Randolph, they're not going to watch that. But they would still have known that, you know, those screeners are out there and people They probably are. watch other people. Yeah. And I, you know, like I said, I was busy today, so I didn't get a chance to see what anybody else was saying about it. Hers was the only one I saw. And then the, the Miss Marvel one was right there. So I'm like, oh, I'll just watch that too because I was curious. Mm. So, yeah. But that's about it for there. Let's just jump into a little bit of NBA talk real quick. I wanted to talk about, you know, LeBron becoming the first person to get to 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. Like, that's Mm -hmm. pretty impressive. Like, some light. I thought it was ridiculous. People were in the mentions like, yeah, but they're losing by this many points. Like, that's not the point. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm starting to see a LeBron stat padding uh, comments now. That's, That's becoming the new thing. You know, after like he's been scoring fifty and doing all this stuff, that's that's the new uh, thing on LeBron is that he's stat padding. I mean, maybe, but if he wasn't before and they weren't winning, like, what's the problem with him doing it? Like, look, I think that in some ways that LeBron has been too unselfish. I don't think like now is the time to start getting selfish, but at the same time, if your team ain't winning and you're not doing anything and everything you have been doing isn't working. And all you hear is people say, why doesn't LeBron just take it all the time? And he starts to take it all the time. And then people start saying all he's doing step padding. It's like, he can't win. He never really has been able to win, yes. you know, in the minds of so many people. But that's what I was going to get to. <clears throat> I was going to get to the fact that, once again, we've talked about this before. Like, LeBron was the chosen one, right? Whoever gave him the nickname, I don't care. If he gave himself the nickname, it doesn't matter. He was hyped up like few players in any sport ever and look at all he's done it doesn't matter if he's the goat all that matters is he's delivered mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he has delivered you, he was a it doesn't high school kid who started just getting all this media attention as as a teenager you know wasn't even an adult yet you know officially you know and he just they place these expectations on this high school kid to be this great, this the next big thing in this yep. sport. And he delivered in pretty much every aspect. Exactly. I mean, he's done everything that he could do. and But yes, he hasn't done it the way that we some of us wanted right like yeah I, yeah like even i'm critical of certain things but mm-hmm. i'm also like yeah but he's one of the greatest players of all time like there's no that there's no debate but yet some people are going to debate that or they're going to dismiss every single thing he does look i don't put kobe as high as other people but i still admit kobe's one of the greatest players of all time yeah when i say he's one of the top 12 players of all time i don't understand why that makes people mad I'm literally admitting he's one of the greatest players. 12 players in the history of the NBA. You know, that's pretty That's pretty amazing. You know, just because I have him 12, I, I'm sorry that that offends you. But, you know, that's 
I'm admitting he's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I got, and I don't even like him, but I'm admitting it. And so if you're a LeBron fan, like, or not a LeBron fan, if you said the same thing 12, like, yes, I could say, well, I mean, I think he should be in the top 10, but I'm not going to necessarily be, I, I mean, I have to see who else you have on the list. Like if you have LeBron, you know, 12, but then you have like, this is no offense to KD, but you have KD above him. I'm going to have a problem with that. Yeah. Because KD's not better than LeBron James overall in the history of basketball. It's just not factual. You're wrong. <laughs> but at the same time, KD's not done yet either. And it still would be, it's it's not, not a debate, right? I mean, I you could make the argument. You could say, oh, he's a better pure scorer, things like that, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I just, when I saw that and then I saw some comments, I just, I'm like, just take that amazing stat and just think about it for a second because it's crazy. If a guy gets 30,000 points, he's in an exclusive list, right? Yep. <laughs> I mean, how, how many are there? There's... Is there even 10? Hold on, I was just looking. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven. So not even not even double digits. Kareem, Carmelo, LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Dirk, Will Chamberlain. So that's crazy, right? And then ten thousand assists. You know, how many guys in history have ten thousand assists? Let's take a look. Do 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 we have more than ten here? One, two, three, four, five, six. Again, seven. Stockton, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul, Steve Nash, Mark Jackson, Magic Johnson, LeBron James. Oscar Robinson is just under at 9,887. But that's under. Now, 10,000 rebounds is, you know, there's going to be a lot of guys Mm -hmm. with 10,000 rebounds. So he's not going to be top seven there. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe not as exclusive. So in this one, you got 25. The 25th has 11,000. Hold on. I'm on the wrong thing. That's not what I want to be on. Dang, couldn't even give the factual information. Um, actually, there's 46 players. Now, is this just NBA or is this? This is NBA and ABA. So where's just the NBA? This is some hard information to find about 10,000 rebounds. Well, now, sometimes when I go to Pro pro Basketball Reference, it does that, but I, it doesn't really matter because it's still crazy. 46 players in history have 10,000 rebounds. Just 46, and he's 43rd. Now, I don't know if that does include ABA because, yeah, sometimes... Wait, I, yeah, it doesn't totally specified but again it doesn't really matter you know yeah it's there's less than 50 which does bring me to something else i was going to talk about in a minute but i mean that that's just crazy stuff one player has those things and again he has the championships he has his mvps he has his finals mvps and then he has those statistics so if you're trying to say he's not in the conversation as the goat you're wrong yeah <laughs> like He's done it all. You just don't like him. And that's fine. Just admit it. <laughs> just admit you don't like him. Like, 
But I can, I mean, look, like I said, it, with for me, Kobe, I don't put him there, but some people could make that. They say Kobe has 30,000 points, Kobe has five rings. But I look at Kobe has one MVP. One. Yep. Like, that's a sticking point to me. And then he was the sidekick on the first three. Look, I know people are going to argue this, and I don't care. I watched it too. He was the sidekick. Then he won his own, which totally justified him as being a superstar and a great. Absolutely. Yep. But I'm not giving him all the credit like for a five like I do the guys who have up to that many when they were the man. Or, you know, Duncan wasn't the man for all five either, but he was the man for three. Mm -hmm. That's one more than Kobe, you know? And so... But, I mean, you could make that case. I just, I don't see it. So I guess I can see why people would say that about LeBron. But then again, when you take that 10,000 rebounds and those 10,000 assists, and, yeah, it's just like, yeah, but sometimes you just have to swallow that pride. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it took me a while to swallow the pride to really give Kobe the credit that he deserved. It took me a while. And maybe I still have some to swallow. Maybe. I just... When I name those other people, like when we did our greatest ever, I'm like, nah, he's not better than those guys. Sorry. But, so I don't know. But, so I, yeah, I can see it. But you still have to admit he's one of the freaking greatest of all time. But that brought me to something I was looking. Because anytime you talk about LeBron or anytime, anytime NBA comes up and I look on, uh, I do it myself. I think about the greats of the past. Yeah. But... You know, it is a different era, and, you know, it just, it is what it is. Like, people want to say this era is way better, and then people like me are going to say, no, it was better in the past, whatever. But certain things, you know, just kind of um, put it in perspective, or should. So, I was looking at something about Larry Bird. People were talking about how. People think that LeBron couldn't have made it in the 80s, but Larry Bird did, so what? And I was like, well, first of all, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, and I won't even get into why. That's just, if you don't know why that's a stupid comment, then, you know, I can't help you. But then I was just curious of um, the scoring average leaders in history. And I saw that only... Hold on, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Once again, I gotta look on. Twenty-two men, twenty-two men in history have averaged for their career over twenty-four points a game. Only twenty-two, and Larry Bird's one of them. Mm -hmm. And a, and a few of these guys, they might not stay there. James Harden's uh, on there. But his is starting to go down. I think, yeah, I think he's gonna go down. Lillard's over. on there, and I, I'm not saying Lillard's is gonna go down now, but I think eventually it could. Yeah, and then um, Steph is on there barely at 24.29, and his could come down. Oh, only 24.29, huh? Yeah, and so mm. his can come down, and so that would take like three more guys off of there. Then when you look at the guys who are close, you got like Devin Booker. I don't know if Booker is gonna get above that and stay above. 24? It's Yeah, it's hard to say. Carl Anthony Towns, Kyrie, Westbrook, 
Giannis is at 21-7. I do Watch, think... Giannis got time. Yeah, Giannis could get there because, like, he's... I mean, it's kind of weird that his is 21-7 because he hasn't... It was because of how uh, his first few years was like 6.8, 12.7. Then he went to 16.9, but then he hasn't been under 22.9, and he's been above 26.9 one, two, three, the last five years. So I could see Giannis getting there and staying there. But again, it's just crazy that it's only 22 in history. Yeah. To... Oh, wait. Sorry, that's... That was NBA and ABA. I page down. So it's only 20 in NBA history. Mm. So, and I was mentioning that because Larry Bird's on that list. And it's like, that's, an, again, I talk about like an exclusive list. That's an exclusive list, you know. When you're talking yes. top 20, it's like it's LeBron's top 10 in points. He's top 7 in points and assists. And then he's top, you know, 50 in rebounds. That's amazing. If you're top 50 in rebounds, that's a pretty, that's a big deal. But then take it up a notch. Now you're top 20. So you're top 20 in any positive statistical category. Obviously, if you're top 20 in like personal fouls, like that's a, I mean, unless. That'd be impressive. Unless, you know, you were just the bruiser and, you know, that's just what your job was. Then, hey, you know, take pride in what you do. <laughs> or I mean, top that 20 would be in impressive. missed shots. Like, isn't, isn't Kobe like. Number one in miss shots. Hey, might be. Like I'm not sure. I don't know, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that people will take somebody who has done that and then try to pretend that you know they're they weren't good. And and then it mm-hmm. also made me think like, you look, look, I'm hard on on like James Harden, but that's just because when he went there and he was doing all he was doing, everybody was trying to tell you just how amazing he was. I'm like, look, I know that James Harden is a great player. But he's not a champion. He's not a championship caliber player. And he wasn't going to win one, not as the man. That's pretty much... And then after a while, it just gets annoying. And then you start to, you know, just... Those types of players start to get on your nerves. Yeah. It's really no fault of their own. It's because of the media hype. Yeah. It's really nothing to do with him. Or because, like, he definitely travels every time he does that little hop step and nobody calls it. And so it annoys you. But at the same time, you're like, look, if they ain't calling it, then why is he going to stop? It's not his fault that they're yeah. not calling it and he hits it, <laughs> you know? Or it's not his fault that when he drives to the lane and doesn't get touched and he screams, they call a foul. If they're going to call a foul, then you just keep doing it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not his fault. But. Again, it was more just like, like he's not going to win. Like, I don't know why you guys are saying he's going to win. He's not going to win. And then he doesn't win. You're like, I told you so. And eventually you kind of get, you know, you hold it against him. And it's not his fault. Yeah. You know? And so. He's just, he's trying to play basketball. You exactly. Know? And he's trying to win. He just doesn't have that makeup to, to be the It's champion. not like he doesn't put in the work because he does. Exactly. You know, you, t- to get there. And, that, and again, it's like to get there, to be an NBA player, to average to average 20 points a game is an amazing thing. Even if you only did it like one time, you know. I mean, and, I mean that means you were good enough at one point in the NBA, the highest level of basketball. You know how many people who have averaged 20 points a game for their career? 64. In, in the, the history of NBA. In the history. 64 players have averaged 20 points a game. So just imagine you're on that, you know, you're on that list. 
And, and that doesn't make you great. I'm yeah. just, it just makes, that just means like you went to the NBA and you put up 20 a night for however long you could play. Were you great? No, maybe not. But you're damn good. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> you accomplished, that's, that's an accomplishment. That is a, a great feat to accomplish you know when you really put it into perspective you know you kind of take that for granted sometimes when you know especially after like you know statistics start to inflate with like rule changes and stuff like that but it's it is it's really impressive exactly and that's the thing like rule changes like in certain sports like or rule changes or extending seasons like giving more games like nfl more games now things like that so certain things you kind of go oh you know whatever but you can still put it all into perspectives with one way or another and it still is it can be impressive like you know we talk about certain players don't like i talk about matt ryan i talk about like matthew stafford but they've still started in the nfl for a decade or more and so they have to be good yeah it's just again when certain things happen you know and we all do it there's certain guys and we just go oh, i don't like that guy that guy's overhyped they talk about him too much and then you start to get these little you get you know, deep into it yeah and they just get on your nerves and now you're just like oh, i can't stand that guy but at the end of the day as long as you can sit back and you and you know you can, and when they do play good you just hey, i mean hey you balled out <laughs> what are you gonna do about it still don't like them mm-hmm. but yeah anyways i just wanted to comment on lebron but also just that that mentality yeah just we all just have to to do that more just even if we're ranting on a podcast about somebody so you come back later and just be like yeah i mean come on Kyrie is a great player and has been doing some great things he's Mm -hmm. just a complete head case and you don't know what he's going to do from day to day anymore you if he's just going to decide tomorrow you know what i'm not going to play basketball anymore because i want to go travel the flat earth you know, you just I mean, oh, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna go fall off the edge. Uh, what are you gonna do? You know, you don't know what he's gonna do. And so you're like, okay, that was a great performance, but you're also kind of a crazy person. You're extremely gifted at basketball, but you're weird. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Drew. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> weird I guy. I rented enough. But yeah, just that that is a crazy thing that he accomplished. That's your boy. And you just. People just got. We can't really take it for granted, man, because he's he's not gonna be playing in the NBA for much longer. You know, a lot of people. He's waiting for Bronny. He's he's waiting for Bronny. You know, then that season's gonna go by, and that's that's gonna be it. So, I mean, just just remember that, and then he's gonna be gone, and then people are gonna be like, I miss LeBron. You know. Yeah, but but you know, you just go watch his highlights. Yep. Reminisce. Reminisce. Think about what you hate it and then be like you know what it wasn't that bad yeah hey i mean i know that feeling like i was not a jordan fan Mm -hmm. was not and then he retired the first time and then i started watching all this stuff and i was like man he's really good and then he came back and i was like damn it why'd he come back and then you know he's winning and i'm like oh i hate michael jordan and then he retired again and i'm like dang he's so good (laughs) (laughs) i'm like watching all this stuff and then he came back with the wizards and i'm one of the few people that gave him credit for what he did yeah i was like He's like 156 years old. He left for like three or four years. I can't remember exactly how long now. I always forget. Drafted Kwame and, Brown. And then he came you know, back. <laughs> he so he could bully him off the Wizards. No, that wasn't Kwame. He didn't play with Kwame Brown, did he? Yeah, he did. I don't even remember. I think, I think that was when he 
the season he drafted him. And oh then, yeah, and then he gave up control. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then he right. played with Kwame. But I mean, look, he, he made a lot of mistakes. But I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about his play. <laughs> like people, like like all that stuff is. Just had to just, mention that, especially the Rip Hamilton stuff. Like he, but just his play. I'm like, I thought he played pretty good. He was like 38 or something like that. And I know people say LeBron's 38, but he had left for years. Like it, mm-hmm. you know what difficult it is to just stop doing something for years and then especially. A professional sport. This is why I talk about Colin Kaepernick. There's no way he's going to be able to play again. Will people just let it go? Five years. And it, oh, he's going to come back and be a starter. Like, you don't know how sports work, do you? <laughs> you know, like, it's ridiculous. And would it be an amazing story if it happened and, it, and he actually was able to? Well, yes. Why? Because it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, anyways, he comes back. He's averaging 20, 22, you know, and he's not the same. But he's still doing things that a lot of guys can't do. I just said only 64 guys in history have averaged 20 over their career. And as an old age after not playing for years, he comes back and he's doing it. And he's still doing some crazy things. And and everybody was like, oh, that was such a failure. And I'm like, you didn't appreciate it at all. Like, yep. And again, I wasn't even a big fan. And I was like, that's pretty damn good. You know, I'm, I'm impressed. And everybody else is like, he came back and he just sucked for the Wizards. I'm like, jeez, you Cause, guys. Because they didn't win five championships. Yeah, I'm like, dang, you guys didn't miss him that much, didn't? Like, oh, he ruined, he tarnished his legacy. No, he didn't. Like, I I mean, you can tarnish your legacy in certain ways. I don't think you can tarnish it by just, you know, wanting to play a little longer. Like, yeah. Not, especially when you're still good. Like, you could tarnish it by never giving up and just... and not doing anything good at all Mm -hmm. you know like some guys have hung on for way too long and then every year like all they're doing is getting like you know you know averaging seven points a game like no offense to moses malone i love moses malone but you know he held on for too long robert parish i'm a huge robert parish guy he played for 156 years and at the end he was like averaging three points a game for like four years in a row it seemed like and you're just like why are you still playing (laughs) you know that you don't need to do that but did he really tarnish anything? No, because he wasn't a, you know, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, but he mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, a GOAT center or anything like that. So with, so if Jordan had come back and he'd only scored like 12, well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're tarnishing your legacy then. But you come back and you score 20, 22, mm-hmm. and you just ruined it all. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Anyways, I was just getting at that. I wasn't a big fan, but I appreciate it more afterwards. You guys should you, do the you same. You proved your point. I, I did. For way too long. I got to stop talking. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Peace out.